You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, every team, everywhere. New episodes of original content all week on the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports and how payday can come every day by entering their contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action ranging from basketball to golf and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front row seat to all of the action. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. Assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap and sit back and watch your points pile up. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to users across all sports. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using promo code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN. Once again, promo code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dylan Kayser, and I'm joined in studio by producer Pigeon. We also got producer T on the line, two producers uh, in one show. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen something like that, but uh, producer T, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's kind of funny. Both of the producers don't actually really produce yeah, like, the show. I, you I'm do most of the, the producer. I'm yeah. actually the producer of the show. So, like, <laughs> this all really makes a lot of sense here. Uh, producer Pigeon, how are you doing? Two, uh, two wings up. Two wings up from Producer Pigeon. That's what I like to see. Uh, no Nick Floor or uh, Kyle McLaren. I think Kyle's having internet issues. And uh, Nick's the been, consistencies of the stick hungry pod, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, Nick's been working too hard on the podcast lately. We had to, we had to give him a little time off here, yeah. We all, we got, we all got things off. to do, we all got things to do. Um, but you know what? The Sharks are coming off a win, which is nice, uh, and it's against a team like the St. Louis Blues, which is even better. Uh, yeah. but before we get into that, let's give a shout out to our Twitter handles. Uh, you can follow the show at stick hungry pod, you can follow myself at dyl underscore thpn you can follow producer pigeon at producer underscore pigeon producer t producer underscore t i did the wrong side that's producer underscore that's t. <laughs> yeah. after all this time you still can't get it see i don't even i don't even try i yeah, don't even try. i can't do the the left and right it's yeah brutal. for everyone listening on the yeah. podcast check out the live stream to see what we're actually talking about yeah uh, podcasting <laughs> yeah and, and actually we're going to be joined by isha jerome a little later in this episode to talk about the upcoming uh, Minnesota Wild and San Jose Sharks game. So uh, that should be an interesting one. But uh, let's talk about the Blues. Split the yep. series with the Blues. But you know what, Producer T, I'm going to say we won that series because we got three points 
out of the possible four. Uh, the Blues only come out with two points out of the possible four. So I don't know. I, I would call that a win, not a split. Yeah, I mean, when we talked about this on Tuesday, we I think all three of us basically said we would be extremely happy if we came out of this um, split, splitting the series. Yeah. And I think you're right. We've, we've actually won up that. We got that three points. Um, I mean, it, I don't know how long we can keep going to overtime without just burning out as, as much as we are. But uh, it was great to see that bounce back win. Um, yeah, I mean, can't really complain after the season we've had that, you know, that we've come out of that in the positive, you know. And I hope it shows the guys that in, like this team can compete with the likes of the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. I mean, I like in my opinion, I've said it before, I think the Blues have maybe taken a step back this year, but they're still a top team in this division. So we can compete yeah. with them. Like I said, we got a 5-4 win against them uh, this past Saturday. Uh, Devin, Devin Dubnik p- picking up a win, which is nice. Uh, he's played fairly well this year. Nice to see him coming out with the win. One thing... That was uh, on the negative side for this 5-4 victory was the second period. And we've talked about it before. The goddamn second period comes and bites us every time. We let in four goals in the second period. An absolute meltdown uh, for the San Jose Sharks. It's it's not often that you can let in four goals in a period and still come out with a win. I mean, it's not often that you score five goals, you know, on the road and, and have that much trouble either. I mean, it was it was crazy. I don't know what it is. It felt. It felt like this is a running problem from last year, though, because I distinctly remember always having that grind of a third period where we're coming back and we're taking it into the overtime. You know, last year we we went to the overtime more than more than we probably should have. Um, so I don't know what's going on there. Is it is it a coaching thing at this point? Is it just that the boys start hot and just have a lag, like have a lagging period, and then have that bounce back? I don't know. What do you think? Is it a coaching thing? It's so hard to say because you're right. We do typically bounce back in the third period, but mostly it's because of our crappy second period. It's either, you know, we're, we're trying to claw our way back into the game, you know, down one or two goals, or, you know, we've let up four goals against a team like the blues and we're kind of on our heels, just kind of trying to keep the lead. Um, I don't know if it's coaching. I, I really don't know what it is at the end of the day, because you would think, that this team, if if they dropped off in the second period, they'd have a pretty crappy third period for the most part. But it hasn't been like that, so I don't know. I, I really don't know at this point with this team. And it's it's such a it's such a weird thing. Like usually you get teams that come out the gate slow, and yeah. you know that that you can kind of work on. You can try and work on getting the boys, you know, in the right headspace before the game, or you get you know teams that just fall off in the third, like you said, and you know kind of lose it in the third. It, it's weird to have a team that seems to just lose it in the second in the middle of the game i don't know if they just don't have the right motivation right now and they get down on themselves a bit or whether they just get too much in their heads thinking they have the lead like they did the other night i don't know it's it's weird yeah um you know some positives to take out of the game logan couture had uh had a two-goal game uh vander kane looked pretty pretty good uh he's looked decent the last couple of games yeah uh rudolph rudolph's one of the best names in the nhl rudolph's balsers coming out with a goal he's actually looked pretty decent i you know what yeah. like i don't think this guy's ever going to be a top six forward in the league but i think he can be a decent third liner that can put in some goals um you know yeah. you look at his ahl numbers in the past this guy's put up 20 to 30 goals uh in the ahl so i think he can be you know let's say let's say a 15 goal guy in the nhl i, I think that might be a ceiling but hey we'll take it at this point 
every every team needs that kind of player, right? That picks up yep. those goals. That um, and this Sharks team, it's not gonna it's not gonna be pretty for a couple of years. And and a player like that is is something that w- that we can definitely uh, definitely use. Uh, another positive actually to take out of this game, uh, Nick Floor, you know, he's not here today, but he's here in spirit. Uh, he sent me a couple graphs and I'll bring it up on the screen here, but the sharks are getting a lot of shots off in the slot, which is nice. They're not perimeter shots. And that's what we're going to need, uh, to score some goals. Uh, I, I haven't looked at the comments yet, but, uh, Shane Van Ice is here. Your <laughs> underscore boy, underscore SV on Twitch saying, what up boys? Boys. Um, and then he says, I'm on Facebook now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shane. Uh, oh, that's amazing. Um, here, I'll bring up my screen here in just a moment. All right, so those are the San Jose Sharks' uh, even strength shots. You can see a lot of them are in the slot. You look at the perimeter of the ice, there's not too many. Uh, along the blue line, obviously, we have some shots from defensemen. But, you know, where we're having success is right in that middle slot area. So if we can keep getting shots off in that area against other teams, we're going to have a lot of success. The St. Louis Blues have a good defense. So the fact that we were still able to produce those shots is actually pretty amazing. And I think it's a good look for this team right now. It is. I mean, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to argue with that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I well, here I, I just brought up the uh, St. Louis Blues uh, even strength shots, and you'll see it's noticeably different. Most of theirs are from the perimeter. There's a few uh, shots in the slot. That's actually where they scored most of their goals. But our defense, you know, they're keeping them to the outside. You know, 38 shots against isn't great, but if they're low percentage chances, I'll take that any day of the week. I'll take 50 shots from the perimeter because if the goalie can see those shots. He's going to stop them every time. Exactly. It's giving the goalie the best chance that he has, right? I mean, when you're in a position with the Sharks where our goaltending isn't, uh, you know, at the top level, uh, let it, you know, 38 chances. That's why they still get four goals. You're right, though. Uh, you know, if if it was 38 goals in those high danger, high danger zones. I mean, if they're scoring 38 goals, 38 goals. Me, I'm done. I'm done. This, this team should be in the uh, AHL at that point. 38 shots. But you know what? If those were all high danger opportunities with Jones or Dubnik in the net, I think it would have been a blowout for, for the Blues. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we're able to get the win and still, you know, and, and the goalie still, you know, gets kind of peppered with shots, but he's able to see them. He's able to make those saves. It, it's a definitely a bonus. And it, it, it gives our goalies a chance, which, you know, Martin Jones, I'm not his biggest fan, as we all know. But no. we haven't always uh, given, you know, the boys in front of him haven't always given him the best chance either. You know, he he's had some yeah. games where he's just been so vulnerable. So it's good to see that they protect him a little bit. Or do well, It's also interesting looking at these shots, and we don't have Eric Carlson or Radim Shimmick in these games. Yeah. So, I mean, what does that say about our defense? I mean, I'm not going to say we're better without Eric Carlson. I'm not going to get into that argument. But, you know, the team's playing fairly well right now. So we'll see. I mean, the the if we keep winning when he's not in there, it's gonna you know that that conversation is gonna come back. For Healthy sure. scratch for Eric Carlson. Can you, you know imagine? What? Wow, that no, would that, be that would be I, the day. I don't see that happening. No, but clears um, waivers, clears yeah. waivers. <laughs> yeah, like someone else did today. We'll get into that later. Um, so I mean, I think that pretty much wraps up the St. Louis Blues well, game. Patrick Marlowe getting his first goal of the season. Pat- there you I go, mean, Patty he's Marlo. he's had he's had a rough go this year. Um, I think we're, we're definitely seeing his last year, in my opinion. But uh, it's great to see him have a goal at least. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was in the right spot for uh, that pass from Evander Kane and just kind of stuck it in the net. John Leonard also uh, getting his second career goal. So uh, he's starting to put up some numbers, which is yeah. always nice. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the Lake Tahoe games going on. Now, obviously, yeah. uh, the San Jose Sharks aren't in that game, even though they are the closest team uh, to Lake Tahoe, which is which is interesting. Uh, but a San Jose Sharks fan didn't let that stop him. He He showed up to the game in a kayak that's right in a kayak i'm going to share my screen here in just a moment this he just shows had- that like sharks fans are amazing yeah there may not be a lot of them outside that barrier bubble but man are they just some of the most passionate fans look at this shit it's it's amazing uh thanks thanks uh producer pigeon Thank <laughs> <you very much. laughs> uh so Here's the picture on Twitter. Uh, we'll, we'll share it from our Twitter account at Stick Hungry Pod. But this guy basically showed up outside of the ice surface in, in the lake on his kayak wearing a Patrick Marlowe San Jose Sharks jersey. And on the sign, it says anyone but Vegas. Uh, so, that, I mean, that's that's commitment. I just want to highlight that quickly. That's the I, kind of commitment Sharks Nation has. I think that is so awesome. I mean, uh that, yeah, you're right. The commitment. And you know what? To get the cardboard out there and not get it wet and still have it standing up. <laughs> I didn't even you think know, of that. Yeah, he, he, he is really dedicated to getting his message out there. I love it. Yeah. I uh, saw a couple comments from Vegas fans saying, oh, for, for a freshwater lake, there's a lot of salt there. Uh, <laughs> it is kind of funny. Um, uh, is, that, is, that one, is that growing to be one of the best rival rivalries in the league, do you think? I think. What, Vegas and San Jose? Yeah. Well, it was going to be until San Jose yeah. started sucking. You know, if, if, <laughs> if they were actually competitive, um, you know, after that amazing playoff series, yeah, it'd be a hell of a rivalry. And it still is. It's a growing one. I mean, it's the only real rivalry that I think the Vegas Golden Knights have. But, you know, it's been kind of deflated uh, yeah. by the Sharks play the last year and a half, For which sure. is unfortunate. Um, you know what? I think this is a good time to bring on our. Our friend from the Soda Pod, Isha Jerome, he's going to come and talk some Minnesota Wild. Uh, Producer Pigeon is just grabbing him right now. I think he, uh, I think he might be in the loo, folks. So we're going to wait a second for uh, Isha Jerome to jump on and talk about the Minnesota Wild. It's kind of weird though. We're playing the Minnesota Wild uh, tomorrow, and if you're listening to the podcast, we're we're playing them today. But we're only playing them once. Um, yeah, and then I can't remember who we're playing afterwards, but so far this season, it's been all you know, three, four game series to play a team just one off. It's a little different this time of year. Do you think it go? It has any kind of different effect knowing that you're not bouncing back and seeing them, you know, the same guys the night after? Or I don't necessarily think no. so. I think you know, you know. Yeah, one game. I mean, there's not much you can really change or do, right? You know what? I just pulled up the schedule, and the next three games that we have are all one-game series. We've got the Wild um, tomorrow, so like you said, today if you listen to the pod. Then Thursday, we've got the um, Knights, and then Saturday, we've got the Blues, and then two games with uh, Avalanche. Yeah, so we've got a few one-game stints here on the trot. Well, uh here we go. We got we got uh, Isha Jerome here on from the, the trot. On the trot. <laughs> Isha, how the hell are you, buddy? Good. I kicked that fucking pigeon out of this chair. Okay. I'm okay. excited to be here. That's, that's why that's animal abuse, bro. Yeah, I mean that's why there's feathers kind of floating around the studio <laughs> here, folks, if you uh notice any flying behind me. But um yeah, San Jose Sharks against the Minnesota Wild coming up. Isha, I know 
the the Minnesota Wild haven't played too many games as of late because of all the cancellations. But uh, what's impressed you with this Minnesota Wild team so far? I, I mean, I don't think we've had you on to talk about the Wild this year, have no, we? No, I've kind of just jumped on to just kind of commandeer the show. Yeah, whenever just kind of commandeer the show every now and then. Um, but the Wild, there, they, they surprised me where their depth is not let, letting us down. Where maybe this year it could have taken a step back, as you know. They're giving more responsibility to the Jordan Greenways, to the Yorks and X, to the Kevin Fialas. Now, Fiala hasn't been gangbusters this year, but he scored in his last six games. He's got seven points on the season and six goals. Um, and the young guys are stepping up. Jordan Greenway, who I had pretty much written off, uh, I, I thought that as a young player, he's probably going to be one of the pieces moved because when he has to sign that, you know, post rookie deal and then he signed a bridge deal but that more long-term deal uh four to five year contract it's not going to be with the minnesota wild and he's 20 what is he 23 24 years old that was the player that i honestly thought would be moved as garen was billy garen general manager of the wild was pretty critical of him uh post playoff series last year he's got 11 points and tied for leading the team in points with uh kareel kaprizov who has been unbelievable since joining the wild this season i don't want to say that he surprised me because he's been everything i thought he would be joining the wild um but the fact that he's just on a point per game uh that's pretty that's pretty awesome yeah, and I mean, it's it's interesting because for once, I mean, I don't mean a dog on the Minnesota Wild, but there's an entertaining player to watch. Yeah. I mean, this guy's explosive out of the ice. Well, Fiala, you know, what is and, and was last year too, but he was one man. Now you look at the Wild and you're like, okay, you got Fiala on one line and or with Kaprizov just doing uh, doing a bunch of amazing things there. Uh, State of Hoppy uh, tuning in say, how have you not mentioned Spurgeon yet? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, I the, mean, the co-host uh, of the soda pod. Sorry, who? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, do you think the Sharks put in Dubnik uh, to play the Minnesota Wild? Uh, probably. Like, why not? If I mean, go with the two. <laughs> if you're a Minnesota Wild fan, you're probably like, you know what? We'll we'll take a Dubnik. <laughs> the only the only reason I maybe don't see Dubnik starting is because you know he was coming back from an injury um, in the last game already. So maybe they just, you know, the whole load management thing. Yeah, you know, if you've got Jones there anyway, why risk him, you know, picking up that niggling injury again? Um, but otherwise, yeah, I agree. Why not put him in? If he's healthy and he's, he's good to go, I don't see why they don't start with him. Uh, while we're talking about goaltending, what has the goaltending for the Wild looked like so far? How, how's Cam Talbot playing right now? Cam Talbot's been good. He's got a 92 save percentage, um, three wins, two losses. Again, there hasn't been many games. Not but, a big deal. But Capo Kakanen, uh, he's been good, and he he's fiery. He wants he's a he's a gamer. Let let's say that. And I know a lot of goaltenders are passionate. Some of them, you know, don't really show it. This guy shows it on the ice. Uh, he's been vocal, saying that like he wants he wants the crease and he wants it. More nights than none, and uh, he's got he's five wins, four losses right now. Uh, 2.4, 2.46 goals against average and a 91 save percentage, so not bad again, not a huge sample size. But uh, the Wild have only played uh, what 14 games thus far this season, which I, seems crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, and I, I've liked what I've seen um, from both goaltenders. I think Talbot hasn't lost the Wild a game by any means, and I think Capo Kakinen, he's kind of you know, stood in his head and helped win Wild games, or you know, yeah, he lets in a bad goal here and there. But uh, but he's still he's still young. This is his this is his first full season as like a, a backup, let alone a regular in the National Hockey League, and he's played more than Cam Talbot right now. All right, well, this has been a pretty positive uh, interview about the Wild. Let's flip it on the other side. Anybody that's disappointed you this season uh, for the Wild? Um, I'm just scrolling up uh, up and down the roster right now. Zach Parise is having a tough time. Um, 
I don't even want to like, if you look at his points, it doesn't really matter. You look at his points right now and you're like, okay, it's six points in 14 games, two goals. That, that's not bad for a player 36 years old. Who's obviously on the, the, I don't know, on the downside of his career, though last year and I'd even argue the year before he played excellent. He's just, he's not quick anymore. And where it took, where it took a while for him to get his legs, let's say 20 games last season. Um, and we kind of said the same thing. This season's different where we can't really afford to give those 20 games of a slow Zach Parise and then wait for him to come back. The Wild need him now because he is a top six player on this roster and he's expected to to do a lot of the work that Zach Parise has done throughout his whole career. Play that hard game uh, in low for checking, get in the dirty areas. And he's still going to do that. But if he can't produce, then the Wild have a problem because they don't. They have a lot of depth players who can shut down, uh, who can shut down their opponents and, and play solid hockey and keep the the scores low. But unless they're kind of all hot in one game, they don't have a lot of depth scoring. I mean, Victor Rask isn't going to score every night, ladies and gentlemen, and he's got four <laughs> goals on the season. Yeah, he's yeah he's playing above his pay grade right now. That Victor Rask. That um, is. All right, let's before we end off the uh, the wild talks. I think you're just going to hang on for the rest of the episode. Here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, let's get a couple predictions. So, first prediction: Where do the Wild finish off this season? Uh, second prediction: uh, The score on Monday's game. Uh, the Wild are going to be third in the division. Oof, there, um, well, there you go. And folks. or anywhere above the St. Louis Blues. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. I see. There's some bitterness here. There's some bitterness. Uh, uh, one thing I do want to say, there's going to be a lot of shots against the Wild. So it's going to be that textbook like, okay, <laughs> run and gun offense, kind of, you know, play with house money with the Sharks because they're, let's be honest, their defense is uh, is not the best. Where the Wild's kind of the opposite. They don't have a lot of scoring guns. We're going to try to shut down the, the neutral zone and keep you uh, fighting for the puck in your own zone. But shots, put it this way. The shots come from the big guns of the of the Sharks. Um, Eric Carlson, assuming he does play, um, four shots on goal. You know he has an assist. Brett Burns has eight thus far in the two games, and he's got a goal. Uh, Ryan Donato, six shots, two points, and you know playing his former team who didn't really give him the the rope that the Sharks are playing. He's probably fired up to play that one. And Timo Mar, five shots, and he's got an assist as well. So. You know, most of the key guys, you know, minus a hurdle and couture who are shooting uh, and driving the offense against the Minnesota Wild are getting rewarded or at least helping drive the offense. So I'd say just look out for that. The Wild are going to have to still play, you know, their hard trap defense type of game um, if if they're going to want to keep these guys uh, on the perimeter. Uh, what's your score prediction? Or did you give it already? I don't think I gave one. I will say because the Wild, you know, they're they're hot. They come back. They they score a few goals against the Anaheim Wolves. The Anaheim. Hey, Bucks. we just beat the uh, you know St. Louis. St. Louis That's true. Um, I'd say show. I'd say a four three game, maybe maybe even overtime. A four three game, and go. I think the Wild take it. There you go. Overtime wow. four three. Yeah. Put fifty bucks on that. You can blame Isha. Dubnik's gonna win. He's gonna play a good game. All right. All right, there you have it. There you have it. All right, that was awesome. Uh, I don't like it. Like I said, we haven't talked to any Minnesota Wild on this podcast yet, and we probably should have, seeing as they're the only you know one of seven teams that we play all season. <laughs> um, but let's uh, let's get a couple other segments. Actually, you know what? We're gonna take a quick commercial. Uh, we have two great segments coming yeah. after this. We have a, a voicemail from DeQuavis, who is just. Hot and heavy on the phone line here, folks. He's pepper in every, the voicemails. Pepper in the voicemails. Uh, and then we also have a pity the fool or the fool we be pitying. Actually, I always get I always get the name wrong. It's the fool we be pitying. Uh, that's coming up. I got a the, bunch of fools, bro. He's. I mean, we we even got one on the show here. So, uh, <laughs> Ho- <laughs> Hoppy saying not above the blues. Yeah, I, no, I already brought that up. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, all right.
right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Like I said, on the other side, the voicemail segment and the fool we be pitying. The best things in life are free, but you can give them to the birds and bees. I All right, folks, we're going to get right into the voicemail segment. Like I said, DeQuavis calling in once again. I think this is voicemail number, I don't know, five or six from DeQuavis. So big fan of the he's show. flooding the Soda Pods uh, voicemail, too. I mean, he's just a hockey fan. You know, a little Minnesota, a little San Jose. And it's, I think he's popped up on some other shows, too. And so Hoppy's sitting there going, he's just Shane. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Shane comment uh, after this voicemail. But anyways, here we go. Hey guys, it's uh, DeQuavis calling. Um, I noticed there's a player on the Sharks named Rudolph's Balsers. I wanted to know, does he have ulcers on his balls or balls on his ulcers? Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> good one. All right. Balls on his ulcers. Jesus, that would be so bad. Uh, <laughs> that would be so bad. I got no answer for you, DeQuavis. I, I, I don't know. didn't even know he existed, DeQuavis. I, I, I don't know the man. I didn't don't even know, know that was a that real well. player. Yeah, well, Ru- Rudolph's Balsers has been playing well. He has been playing well. Uh, he's been playing as if he has no ulcers at all, um, which is great. So His balls uh, are ulcer free. Oh, that was good. Uh, there you go. So uh, big, oh, big shout out to DeQuavis. Keep coming uh, with the hard questions because you, you, you you're the only speechless. one. You had me speak. <laughs> you're the only one coming through the voicemail. Or Zach Croft actually came through last week. We'll see if we get something yeah. from him. Um, all right. So I want to bring up this story because, you know, we were looking for something a little more, I don't know, lighthearted for, uh, the fool we be pitying. So I found this one out of Nova Scotia. That's right. We're going up North folks. Um, this one is from a U 16, uh, hockey game in, where was it? Fall river, Nova Scotia. So here's the story here, folks. They don't let them live stream their games. So if you and they're not allowing parents or friends or anything in the arena. So what do you do? There's no live stream. You can't go in the arena to watch the game. Hockey TV, you know, they're they're not there. They're not there. Um, so the manager decided she was gonna do play by play while using Siri, uh connecting to some sort of chat so people could, you know, watch, I guess, sort of watch and read along as the game goes on. Now, the thing with Siri and really any voice to text system is it doesn't always work out perfectly. And especially when you're wearing a mask, it's even tougher. So apparently throughout the game, every time she said uh, puck, it replaced the P with an F and came out as fuck. So, you know, all these parents sitting there with the kids, like watching their brothers reading this. There's some good ones. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's like, there's a fuck down in the corner and like, you know, just all sorts of great. What's the one about the terrorist? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to read off a couple examples here uh, from the play-by-play of that game. So here's, here's a couple examples. First one, Ben is taking the pups down the ice. Harbor gets it. Pearl Harbor has it down earned. Nice shot on netbook message. So that means nothing. Um, Just like an old, old fart, you know, grandparent. Or, you know, the, next, re- the, next reading. One, the next one really has me thrown because I'm really confused about what she's trying to say here. So uh, we'll start off the next one. This is another call. Uh <laughs> Pakistan RNs in the corner get shot <laughs> up campus. Center ice over to Debbie. And Withrow is in their graves. Take it to Caravan. Passes to Withrow. 
<laughs> it's 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 just meaningless. Another Tacky one. Stan R ends. That's like what? <laughs> uh, another call. Call Call Harbor is taking the pup for a run down our end. Um, another one. Graves has the puck at center ice, just back behind the blue, and passes it to passes it to Bows. He takes it up the ice. Oh dear! Goal! So that one, you kind of you can kind of get the gist of it. Um, oh man, but uh, they're so good, they're so good, yeah. I, so, big shout out to Karen uh, Bose. She I think tried, she tried, she she did her best. And honestly, the parents and everybody <laughs> watching this uh live chat, I guess you would call it, they all had a good time, they had a good chuckle. Oh my god, they probably quickly made a drinking game out of that. Oh, 100. <laughs> so, uh, there you go, folks. Something and the, little- and, you know, they were playing Cole Harbor, the home of uh, hometown, home team of uh, Sid the Kid. Yeah, and Nathan McKinnon. And Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, I actually uh, drove by their ice rink when I was there a couple years ago, just to just to say I drove by the ice rink. Hmm, very nice. Yeah, uh, Streamlabs <laughs> has taken over YouTube. By the way, um, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't get to this. Uh, actually, you know, we have a couple more questions. So Shane Van Ice saying T might know. Uh, I think I he's think talking he's, about the, the the voicemail, the Rudolph Balsers. Um, oh. <laughs> okay, and then Shane Van says, "I don't know what an ulcer is." And then from Streamlabs, you have "Hi, hi, hi." You people suck. You stink. Oh. Is that all you got, wow. Steam Lab? Streamlabs. That's all you got. You're trash. You are. You sir are a ball <laughs> ulcer. Um, <laughs> just ask Rudolph Balsers or an ulcer ball or an ulcer ball. Um, so there you go. That's the fool that uh, we be pitying. Streamlabs just really likes Siri, and he's like, "Stop hating on Siri, bitch." Yeah, yeah exactly. Then he says, "You're trash." Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, original, uh, real, real great, real great hey, stuff. There. He could have said worse. He could have said worse, and we have said worse <laughs> on the Stick Hungry podcast. Um, so there you go, pity the fool. Any other fools you want? Guys, want to pity this week? I got, I got a few actually. Um, got a few, few. Fools? Those in Detroit, Columbus, uh, New Jersey, Sabers, Ducks, on. and things are getting serious. Uh, Streamlabs saying, "Shut up, or I'll call nine one one." Oh, please, right please, ca- please call nine one and put our voice, our voice line on speaker so we can hear that conversation. Hundred percent. But um and. Yeah, our, our producer, uh, actually, Pigeons, I moved to the side. We'll take care of it. We'll get that call. But anyways, Detroit, Columbus, New Jersey, Buffalo, Anaheim, and Ottawa. These are cities, folks. Y'all fools. Y'all fools. Um, Adam Henrique cleared waivers. Now, I know this guy is not a world beater, but you look at his underlying stats, you look at his consistent production throughout his time in the National Hockey League, barring this season where, oh, big whoop, nobody on the Ducks is doing good. Comtois leading their team with, what, eight points? This guy's got four. And he cleared waivers. He's a second-line center in the National Hockey League who has a great two-way game. And he cleared waivers. Those teams I listed, they need a center. They need a center. This guy's a bona fide second-line, third-line center in the National Hockey League. Blows my mind none of them wanted to take him on, at least for the rest of the season. I, I, I don't know what his contract is. I can't imagine it's long-term. It's like next week of the, or next week. It's over next week. Next year or the year after. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I mean, hey, Streamlabs is going nuts. No, I I'm no, Streamlabs is going nuts. Um, that's why I actually put our, our open phone I don't number know. there. He uh, says, Shut up, or we'll call 911. Then he says, I mean it. Then he says, Shit. Then he says, Holy <laughs> fuck, shit. Um, so wow, right. you're, so, done. Uh, you're done. Streamlabs, I got my phone here. I got the open phone app ready to go. I know you might want to be careful. The number is scrolling along the bottom. I mean, I might have to screen the call. You know, 100%. I, I'm gonna have to screen that one. Um, <laughs> 
and he just keeps going off. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm starting oh, to we're think, done. We're uh, done with this. We're, we're, we're done, done with this guy. I'm starting to think it's just a 13 year old who's like, no, it is. Hilarious. It 100% is. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny to me, too. But <laughs> I'll, I'll, Adam Henrique, it's surprising that he cleared waivers because last year he put up 26 goals and 43 points, 43 points in 71 games. Man, those he's, those are good numbers. He's I don't a care consistent what team forty point player in the National Hockey League. He's a second to third line center. Yeah, I and mean, I mean, he was uh, traded for Sammy Vatanen from the yep. uh, New Jersey Devils at one point, who's also a really good defenseman. And I mean, how how old is he? Thirty one. Thirty one. So I mean, still a useful player. And and I agree. I think most of those teams in the bottom of the standings that have cap space that didn't take Adam Henrique, I think that's a lost opportunity. Um, any, any other fools this week hey, other you, than uh, other than Streamlabs? You said sharks suck. They, I mean, hey, you're no, right on that. Hey, nothing new, nothing new. Um, <laughs> you're not what's your what's your team stream? Yeah, Streamlabs. What's your team? And for everybody listening on the podcast, uh, this Streamlabs has just peppered our comments on the live stream here from YouTube, <laughs> and uh, he hates us and he hates the sharks. Yeah, but that's yeah, okay. He, it's okay. We'll we'll find some love in the man. Somewhere. I accept that. We accept. Um, any other fools? Any other fools we want to talk about? No other fools. No more fools. No more fools. No fools. All right. Um, T, anything else you want to talk about just in general before we hop off the podcast? No, I don't I think so, man. You're rocking the uh Yankees shirt, which is slightly yeah. confusing. Yeah, I know. Man, I can't <laughs> I can't wear fucking shark stuff. I don't have clean laundry. Come on, man. What's so that prepared? What? You can't wear shark stuff because you it's dirty. Don't have- I don't wash it. Often enough. Why? Why? Why are you not washing? Are you still wait, are you still waiting for that trade to come through where we trade <laughs> Carlson and Jones and a dishwasher for <laughs> new washer and dryer set? Are you still future waiting for considerations? Trade? Yeah. Oh, okay. Streamlabs says my favorite. And now, now it Seattle makes crack. a lot of sense. He, yeah. he likes and, the crack. You, you know what? At least he could spell Kraken right and not Karkin. <laughs> yeah. Good I job, mean, is the Karkin like the the AHL affiliate? Is <laughs> that <laughs> Seattle Karkin? Uh, Shane Van Eyck says T thought this was a baseball podcast. Thanks, Shane. Did you? Did you sure. Really? This whole yeah. time, this I just time? it just twigged that this is actually uh, as we br- brought up Rudolph's balsters. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, Hoppy with a good comment here, T. Uh, Sid Hoppy says, not knowing how to wash your clothes isn't an excuse to mm. own a Yankee shirt. That is a great. That point. is a. That's um, probably that, the best you know point what? made on the Stick wrong? podcast. There's today. nothing wrong with the Yankees. There's so much wrong with the Yankees. There's not enough to. Uh, we don't have enough time in this podcast. We really don't. We really don't. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we're not even baseball guys, and we know that. Look, we we would even get into that topic for way too long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah. yeah. I, I just thought it was pretty cool when I was in New York. That's all. We got more comments from no, uh, Streamlabs, and we're not going to put it up. He's done. Um, you know, he's more of a pigeon than producer pigeon. So that's all, that's, all that's saying about. something. That is saying something. All right, everyone, thanks for joining us on this live stream today. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at DYL underscore THPN. You can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod. Isha, thanks for jumping on this show. Where can the fans find you? Follow me at VI Sports Talk and check out the Soda Pod later tonight, live on uh, live on wherever you get your wherever you view this live stream at Hockey Pod Net or at the Soda Pod Twitter, Facebook. YouTube, Twitch, the whole nine yards. They got it all. They got it all, folks. Uh, producer T, we're going to fans find you. At producer underscore T-E-E. And once again, you're last, so you have to do the other host too. Okay, at McLaren underscore... No. Is yeah, that right? You had it, you yeah, had it. at McLaren underscore K. And, and who's then, that for? 
<laughs> Kyle, and then Nick is at Nick Floor underscore. Beautiful job, beautiful end to this podcast. Again, <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in. We will catch you on Tuesday.